I'm banging Chris's mom. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Hey. We are Pardon the Ignorance podcast. This week, Dave and myself are joined by longtime friends, Harry and Chris, and we got my wife with us this week, Mila. Mila's going to help us work on some of Chris's uh, issues, so looking forward to this. (laughs) Yeah, actually, to be honest with you guys, this podcast, I just kind of tricked everybody, but in reality, this is really Chris's intervention, so uh, let's get to it. (laughs) Actually, let's start out by asking Chris, how are you feeling after your operation, buddy? Uh, I'm good. Better, Better than I was the first few days. I respect you. You use it yet. <laughs> no, so, okay. Since we're cool. since we're since we're assholes and uh, and we're gonna make everybody because it happened right after we had the one podcast. I yeah, I know. So, what did you have done to your mouth because you don't brush your teeth properly? Shut up! No, I had all four <laughs> wisdom teeth taken out. Dick. And if you guys couldn't tell by Missouri math, that was all four of them. <laughs> Missouri math is good. <laughs> so, um, so I guess, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. We kind of, we, we kind of started. We went away with. We it ran away from us last week, and you oh, know we'll keep it going. We um, love, we love you, buddy. But we're all fun. glad to have you back. Um, you're yep, looking good. Back. Um, for our listeners our audio only listeners um you won't be able to hear you won't be able to hear or see the ridiculousness um but there are going to be times it looks like he's ice in his face right now he just looks mad at us so we're just going to go from there this is basically jordan game six with the flu you know that's chris he's stepping up (laughs) you know he's doing what he has to do for the team and we appreciate him for it Plus, he pays some of the bills, so that's good. So, love the dedication, <laughs> bud. Thank you. You're welcome. So, um, I guess we'll just get right into it. Uh, this week, um, I wanted Mila to be on for a few minutes, or f- how we'll see how long you know we'll see how long she can handle us. <laughs> Four minutes. <laughs> um, well, bye. <laughs> well, Bob, since we're all since we're all about honesty on the podcast, I think it's best you tell the people the truth. Um, you're no longer allowed to do the podcast by yourself and your wife has to accompany you at all times. Yeah, that Freudian slip last week where I said my, uh, you know, I said something <laughs> my, about your other wife. <laughs> my other wife. <laughs> oh, that was so good. <laughs> I, uh, she threw the hammer down. <laughs> Mila, Mila are you okay. aware of this? If you have another one that wants to take my place on the occasion, I'm cool. Uh, I don't have to work. All right. Time, you know? <laughs> I don't I even know how, what happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm Kim, really looking... do, do you see how nervous he gets when I'm next to him? Like, <laughs> after yeah. 13 years of marriage, still. <laughs> it's it's. I don't. I don't really think it's that. I just think that um, he he learned. He he grew with the whole situation and stuff, and he knows what the podcast did to Chris's marriage, and that's. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to checking in on you guys, like a couple well, of weeks from now, and to see if you're actually still living together. Actually, Chris, 
you did send me the name of that therapist, man, but they're a little booked up. Next time you guys go in, do you think you could talk to her for us? Jesus Christ. Hey, Harry, <laughs> Harry, Harry, it's either that or the Kim Dixon lifestyle that we discussed a few times when he's been on the pod. Maybe that's becoming a part of what Bobby's up to. <laughs> no. <God. laughs> no, thanks. Uh what you don't want to you don't want to change your happy life into like a world of abuse and molestation i don't think dude slapping used condoms on my back is something i'm cool with <laughs> like i love kim man but like that right there i don't care what anybody says he is a way bigger man than any of us because I, there's no fucking way i could do that no potato. Uh, no you know what they no. say potato potato <laughs> you just gotta find what works for you honey. yeah um so <laughs> smooth transition bob i have questions true name of the podcast um i guess we are gonna have to get a little ignorant here um i did want mila on here because there's a few times where we got serious we talked about real topics and actually had normal conversations and the reception of our viewers normal. yeah i know um it was always good feedback and if that's something that we can do every once in a while to help keep numbers up or you know just change a pace for people that'd be great um and the reason why i want her on here is because she's more into the spiritual side of things she's been on the podcast a couple other times we've mentioned that but she's also become uh life coach <laughs> yeah and this next part of my journey is um intuitive life coaching it's called so bobby had a chance to book an appointment with me on one of the evenings that i was free so he tried that out <laughs> firsthand and um just a tip <laughs> i mean did you did you like engage in it bobby or did you just kind of just do it to make her happy. Like, how did this? No. Um, like, what does this involve? Like, kind of. So, to be honest with you, I was actually pretty surprised by it. Um, we sat down. She actually went through it like I was an actual customer of hers or a client, I should you say. Well, you are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm paying for it whether I want to or not. Way <laughs> more than every other client. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I got gold star status without being gold star status. <laughs> well, like so, take us take us through it, Bobby, and, and indulge us what we're talking so about. So we sat down and we actually like she went through and we talked about like something that we wanted to focus for, uh, focus on for that time and what I wanted to walk away with, um, which, what I expected, like what my expectations were and what my intentions were for that session. Which were and um that's dude. We're in Germany, so um, Datenschutz. <laughs> Come on, like, take us. Like you don't have to take us down the no, path. It's, it was. Um, see, like the thing is, like I have cunts at work that listen to this, and it was definitely about those said cunts. So, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, no, but yeah. So without getting into too much detail, um, I was actually surprised at how professional she was able to keep it with me being her husband and us having the contact that we do day to day. She was able to separate that, be very professional about it. Um, I actually had some clarity with some things 
And um, it was definitely worth it. I would definitely do it again. Um, but he can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to have to start my own OnlyFans just to pay, get coaching lessons for my wife. Hmm. So <laughs> I'd subscribe. Yeah. yeah. What I want to know is Bobby, uh, find out that men actually do have a G spot. They do? <laughs> I thought that's, that, that wasn't what it, what it was all about. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But now, but now I, uh, new episode next week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, no, um, um, did it did it like change your perspective on um, those interactions at work that are clearly toxic? I mean, on a serious note, you've been talking about it before. Yeah, and definitely that's did. been in your head. Yeah, definitely did. Um, she was actually able to um, basically she gave me kind of like a mantra to say to myself um, when I'm about to blow up. I'm not. I'm usually a pretty laid back, chill dude, but I do have a fucking temper, and I go from <laughs> zero to three hundred with on anybody. I don't care. Um, so I, that actually helped me this week, although yesterday, not so much, but it still did for the most part, I'd say this whole past week was a success. Um, and it had a lot to do with that and how she handled the situation or how she helped me handle the situations. Um, but one of the main reasons why I actually wanted her on this week is because the way that her way of thinking uh we're all in the middle of a pandemic this is something that um harry I, you're still going to work uh chris you're still going to work i am mm -hmm. she's in home office how what what would you say percentage what just two two times, two a, times week. a week uh dave how long have you you've been in home office for fuck almost a year uh, it has been a year I, the last time i was on a business trip was december 2019 yeah but i mean what about the uh what about office because you were in the office, you're, when you went back, you were in the a office day. for what? not even a month, right? Right. A day. Wow. I'm in the office Jesus. every day. No, 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 no. Oh, home office. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. So yeah. you, so almost a year you've been at home. Uh, it's been uh, 13 months. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's still crazy. Um, um, to, be, to be fair, I did have one business trip in September. Um, okay. And then that was it. So really, honestly... 99.9% of the time. Yeah. Right. Now, again, I'm going to be speaking for most of us here. Um, the name of the podcast is Pardon the Ignorance, and I'm going to be a little ignorant here. Um, so for most of us that don't really share your way of thinking. Sorry, I read that out loud. I read that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um you know, we don't really share Mila's uh, way of thinking. I know I, I really don't. Uh, Dave, you do a little bit. We've had conversations oh, about this. Yeah. Um, I think your wife's fantastic. I think Thank you. everything. I think. She's a better person than you are, Bobby. Sorry, but that's just what it is. <laughs> it is, man. He's growing through me. That, that's not that hard, though. <laughs> he's what through you? He's well, growing through growing. Okay. But, um, right. Sound effect <laughs> at that time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um no but i mean i'm just gonna be flat out ignorant here i don't really there's a lot of things in your way of thinking that i don't necessarily see eye to eye with or i have a hard time uh putting to my everyday type of thinking and i know most of our listeners are 
in that are on that end of the spectrum as well. Now, with you becoming, you know, with the life coaching and everything that you've submerged yourself into over the last few years, um, what do you recommend for people like my, with my mentality and my way of thinking to help you get through like this kind of thing? Like I said, like I haven't gone fully insane yet because I am going to work every day. I couldn't, there's no fucking way I could do what Dave is doing. Like, I don't even want to. You don't. Yeah, um, actually, I think when we had our session, th that's exactly what I gave you is the only thing we can, you know, when we're in a situation that we can't change, the only thing we can change is the way we see the situation, basically change our mindset about it. And that's the only way you will be able to figure out how to be happy in this situation. You know, you have to shift your mind from thinking why is this happening to me to thinking this is happening for me and what can I take from it because my true belief is that everything that happens has a real good reason why we just don't always look for that reason we don't always want to see the reason we just want to get into the victim mentality and say this is all happening to me I can't take it so the only way to really get out of that is ask yourself, what can I take from this? How can I make this better? How, do, how can I change my view of the situation to make this better? And that's basically what we talked about when we were in the session <laughs> and you talked about work, you know? Yeah. You can't change the situation. The only thing you can change is how you view it. So okay. ask yourself, is this worth wasting my energy on? If it's not worth it, then keep your energy for yourself you know, and stay in that happy mindset. I mean, you have to go person by person because everybody has different issues that they deal with, even yeah. in the pandemic. If you're at home working from home, maybe you feel just stuck, but there's always ways to get out, right? We can go outside. We can talk to other friends. I mean, it's what you really make of it. Some people that are maybe not working right now, they can take the time to learn something new. There's so much content available online right now, really good content that you can like just grow and, with, you know, and just learn from. And, and free content. That's the whole yeah, purpose. Yeah, free. People. Absolutely. Yeah. So much. And that's what you really have to put your time. Instead of sitting <sighs> there scrolling through Instagram and Facebook all day, you know, take the time to listen to a motivational podcast instead, you know, start your day right, stay within a routine, like get up, you know, we have a daughter who's 14 and she wasn't very motivated being in homeschool and stuff. Um, but we also had a session with her, we sat down and through questions, she was able to create a plan for herself. And that really motivated her just to see it on paper. Okay, from then to then I do this and then I will be done by four o'clock and then my day is free to do whatever else. And that really motivated her. And I, I think to tag team on, on, on following on what you said, I think sometimes uh, I think it's difficult. Maybe it's even more difficult for, for, for men to find the time to invest in yourself. Um, I want to be entertained. I'll just be honest. And yeah. that, that sometimes is a problem. And I think oh, if I listen to a motivational podcast, am I going to go to sleep or am I going to be entertained? And sometimes I think people equate motivational podcast or, 
or relaxation music or podcast to it's time for, for me to take a grandpa nap. It's time for me to take a dad nap. Yeah. Um, but I think if people find a little bit of time to invest in yourself through, through some kind of podcast or, or it doesn't have to be a podcast, it could just be no. music yeah. or take like 10 minutes out of your day and, and try to refocus. I know I have to, um, I do it so I don't murder people. Um, so I, I have a temperament and I will go off, especially if somebody says something smart to me or something, I'm just not the guy to let it slide. A lot of people can eat that shit and let it slide. I can't, I don't know why. I think it's something I got from my father. It's just, we, I don't take it. Uh, so I think that's our first problem, Bobby. I think that, you know, I don't want to examine you, Bobby, but I think that muscle might be your, your deal with, um, I don't want to say uh, work. not at all. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think it's, it's also easier said than done. Me sitting here saying, Oh, just take the time. Um, yes. Dude. And I'll be honest with you. It is way easier said than done. I like this. She's been doing this stuff for quite a few six for, years. Yeah. For six years now, she's been into this kind of lifestyle and this way of thinking, bro. We live together like you, that show like right there, like that right there proves that opposites attract because she's on this end of the spectrum. I'm on this end of the spectrum and there's no, I mean, you're talking, there's fucking ocean between us. You know what I mean? Like our way of thinking on that kind of stuff, but there has been a few, there's been definitely a few things where she's opened up my eyes and um, I could see where it happens, but like you said, as men, it's a little bit harder because instead of taking the time to meditate or find something like that, I'm going to look at stupid videos on YouTube or on Facebook. Like, you know what I mean? Like you just get stuck in clickbait. Yeah. And for me, that's, it's very time consuming, but that's also kind of like how I just, I kind of shut off and I'm able to relax and go right. with it. That's what I wanted to say. It's really whatever whatever floats your boat. I mean, some yeah. people have to be creative. Like we talked about this before also. My my morning routine is I get up and I write three pages longhand. And then I switch it over. And if my three pages longhand were predominantly in English, I write 10 minutes of German comedy. If I wrote longhand in German, then I write 10 minutes of English comedy. I just want to get that, just want to get my 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 brain muscles working. And I think whatever it is, it doesn't really have to be a time slot or whatever. I just think you need something that's essentially yours because all of us are just kids that grew up. All of us were, were just older versions of the little people we have running around at home. So basically, well, maybe a I'm little bit more racist, Bobby. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but the thing is, what is it, what is it that, that every kid does? Like every kid likes to likes to organize stuff and every kid likes to clarify this is mine and this is yours who's sitting here is this mom's plate no this is mom's plate is this your plate yeah. so and so so everybody just needs something that they can look at and say okay this is really mine and i think for a guy it's really hard to um to to put into fruition because everything that we own in our apartments belongs to everybody. Like we don't have a living room for ourselves because everybody lives there, obviously. If you don't have the space, then um, not even the computer room is your place essentially because like you have kids running through or, or kids doing homework on your computer or whatever. It, I think you need a totem, something that's just like, just only yours. And it can be a time slot. It can be like figurine, a plaque, whatever, something you look at 
that nobody has any associations with. It's only your relationship to this object, thing, or time. You know what you have that is yours? You know what you have that is yours? Very underrated. You can take 20 minutes to yourself. Very underrated. Your fucking car. Yes. There is value in the fact that if you go somewhere that you take 10 minutes before you get out of your car by yourself, you can lock the doors. Nobody can fuck with you. You could turn your phone off even if you wanted to. And that is your space. Even if you share a car with your partner, uh, you can still take that 10 minutes to yourself. And it's valuable. Yeah. Valuable. That's I find that's my best time. Can I, I just, I, Harry, I love you, but I have to point this out. I love that tirade you just went on. But you are literally the only one on this podcast that lives by him fucking self. And I tend to keep it that. See, and that's what makes me an expert. And, and that's what makes me an expert on it because I'm like on the brink of moving in with my girlfriend and her daughter. So I know what parts of my life I cherish and what parts I'm probably going to give up. And yeah. just to try to keep those in my life, I'm looking for, for ways to create my niche in what's supposed to be my home because I want it to be my home. Your car. My car. And I want my own office. I want my own office that nobody. Yeah. Good luck with that. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, well, well, you know, you can always, I guess the only reason I recommend the car is because you guys are obviously not working at home and you have that time to yourself you know, whatever your commute is, but you can also on your way home, you can park the car 10 minutes to yourself, just sit in the car, man. It's fucking awesome. Mm, because yeah. when you're driving, you're still being annoyed by other human beings. Yes. But when you park and turn it off, you can listen to whatever you want to. You can, even if that's your thing where, okay, I want to look through Instagram, I want to look through Twitter, Facebook, still that's your time. Mm-hmm. Right. But what I recommend is, is putting on, whatever music you enjoy for 10 minutes, put the seat back a little bit, putting your head back, closing your eyes. If you want to take a daddy nap, do your thing. But otherwise you just got 10 minutes to concentrate on something, close out the world. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, when you get out of the car, you'll feel better. In some, even if it's a small way, you'll feel better. The only thing that that, that ruins that is if you have to shit on your way home, that 10 minutes is out the window. You gotta make <laughs> yeah, it, it is. But I think you, I think you get what I'm saying. Enjoy that time to yourself, man, because, yeah, Jesus Christ, we can't yeah, get out of the house. Especially when anymore. you have kids, yeah. yeah. Kids in the house, fool, that's, that's a great idea to get out and just be by yourself. And, and you got time. kids, and you got kids and Bobby, so fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love my time on the way to work. Usually when I drive, it's dark. I turn on music and I sing as loud as I can. That's my time. The only time when I can really sing real loud. <laughs> So I enjoy that time. So I can well, agree with you on that. <laughs> let, let, me, let me ask something around real quick because because I want to see what you let's go around a circle and then I want to I want to see you tell each person what they could do to improve their lives. Because me and you, we've already had this conversation on a pod. Boom. So, so Chris, how could Chris improve his life? Change his name. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh wait, you were supposed to tell him. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. before you before you do that though. Let me tell you something about coaching. Coaching is not about me telling you how to change your life. That's how I coach. Coaching, that's counseling. (laughs) Coaching is about me talking to you and in the process, you answering your own questions. Because if I tell you what to do, what you're going to do, you're going to say, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, let's do it a different, hold on. Let's do it a different (laughs) way. Let's do it a different way. 
you give me two minutes of coaching with Chris. Of how you would do it. Like, what would you like if, if somebody was to come to you or if somebody was to, to ask your help? Like, does say, Chris want to do this? I yeah, he think does. She could actually do Chris and Pam some wonders. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, if somebody came to you, like, would you, would you begin to ask them, like, okay, what are your struggles or, or, okay, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Yeah, a right, short, ahead, short session. So hi, Chris, I'm Mila. We're gonna do a short session, uh, coaching session with you. Um, first of all, I ask you to be open to whatever comes up. I am an intuitive okay. life coach. That means the questions that I ask come from my intuition and inner guidance. And first thing is to set an intention, but I will start with asking you what's on your mind today. How can I help you? How can I serve you today? That's the thing. I, with, with me personally, <laughs> I have nothing to complain about right now. That's okay, so you, I don't. You're com completely happy with your life? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that was easy. No, I know mean, she's going to watch no, this, right? You, no, I, I know. I'm fucking with you, man. <laughs> hey, now, if you look at it, like, listening to you guys. Yeah, hang on. Listening, listening to you guys. Like, I, I see my people, and then I have easily a half an hour break where I'm by myself in my car while I'm at work. So yeah, there, I have my music. Okay, miss. I have my no, no, no. Even before, as a supervisor, I have I have that like I'm at the gate. I see the guards. When I leave, I have at least 30 minutes to myself before I get to the next post. And I can have my own music on and I'm zoned out. That's awesome. But what happens when you go full time, when you're active duty coming up oh, here when shortly? I'm there, I have absolutely no clue. Yeah, let's, let's put this. I know that. Yeah, dude. Let's like your life is going to change <laughs> dramatically. Yeah, let's let's put this coaching session on hold until like August. <laughs> August. Well, actually, from what you were saying, if I would reflect to you in the session, coach, and my next questions would be, do you have the feeling like you have to escape something in your life? Like there are situations in your life where you constantly feel like, hmm, I kind of need to escape this. Yeah, I deal with idiots. Okay. I think if I'm honest, I think here, I think here, if we weren't on the podcast right now, and all of us weren't sitting here and you were doing this one-on-one -on -one with Chris, I know for a fact, there's a couple of friction points that he probably would like to discuss through, but those well, don't yeah. need to be coming honestly, out of the podcast. I know what you're, I know what you're thinking about Dave, but no, honestly, that's even gotten better. Well, that's great news. Well, let's hear about it. No, <laughs> like you said, that's <laughs> on the podcast. but Hey, to any of you, if you are interested, you can book the first session absolutely free. It's called the Clarity Call, where we just talk and get to know each other. And my goal is to coach the next 50 clients. So just hit me up and we can set up a session. Absolutely no problem. And I give you a full coaching session and all I want is a review. So well, Chris, I'm open. Yeah, I, would, I, would like <laughs> to, I would like to see, I would like to see it with Dave since he's the only one of us that is at home all the goddamn time. Oh, that's a good point. But uh, actually, the person here I would like to see it with is Harry, because I think Harry is under the most stress every day. Okay, you guys are so Actually, tough. Harry. <laughs> Everybody's pushing. I'm, I'm actually speaking 
I'm actually speaking from a professional perspective. I would think based on your job that you see the most stress every fucking day. I don't know how you're not a a two pack a day smoker. I don't know. Yeah. Harry is probably, he, who knows? He could be like a really bad joke away from going postal on half a Bremen. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He could just go to work and say, you know what? Fuck it. Today, my goal is to have six outside landings. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) Bad day at work is if, if, uh, if I can, if I can tell my mom, just watch the eight o'clock news. What's it wait for our listeners and our viewers? Why don't you explain to everybody what an outside landing is? Uh, basically, an outside landing is um, uh, let's let's call it landing that doesn't happen on a runway or any surface dedicated designated to be landed on. <laughs> isn't, isn't there still a stretch of one of the autobahns that used to be a five? No, there's another one too. It's in North Germany. It was is it uh, the A seven or could be, but it was designed to support an aircraft, and it was designed in case war broke out in West Germany that they'd be able to land planes on it. I just can't remember which one. I heard about one. that. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a couple of them out there. Um, what I do know is that like one of the largest roads that they have in Berlin, like uh, the East West Axis, that actually used to be a runway during World War II. And uh, the victory column, that's what they used to uh, to control the traffic from. Nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. When they bombed it. Yeah, I, I learned that by chance. Um, so, like, when they bombed all the, air, all the airports in and around Berlin, they still had this big road um, that they used to get planes in and out. That's actually... Um, oh, the, that's the one they think Hitler might have escaped on. That's, that's the one he wanted to yeah. escape with, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, Mila, I wanted to get back to you because I want to tell you, I might take you up on your offer for that coaching. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you would like to, I would offer you uh, one monthly package so you can test it out as a beta. What I do is uh, I do four, four coaching sessions. You get two Reiki energy healing sessions, which, you know, I include Reiki energy. I'm a Reiki energy healer master. Mm-hmm. And I include that because I feel like coaching can move you on um, a more conscious level and with energy healing can help you a little bit on the subconscious because, you know, only 5% of what we're thinking and consciously know is um, conscious. The rest of it is uh, in the subconscious and to move that I use energy healing and uh, part of that beta testing program is also self-hypnosis meditation for the most potent problem that you have are you sure you want so, to take are you sure you want to take this train wreck on there's a lot going absolutely. on there. <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> bring it on i, I want to watch to be honest with you you know what like i actually i do want her to like it's a little bit different just because like i think because of the closeness it might be harder for her to fully take me on mm-hmm. you know um, yeah. but if like if there is somebody that you know that we know and it does help then there are some other people that we know that this could really benefit that they could really benefit from this kind of stuff of course but the problem is getting those people to realize that they actually need help like that Boom. exactly that that is the key because you can have a session with anyone, not everyone is open to change. 
Mm-hmm. People just get stuck. If you don't I, want to hear it, it's not going to help you. Exactly. And that's the thing. Bob was one of my most difficult clients. <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm under no um, false thoughts that I'm completely over uh, what happened to me or any of that stuff. And, and I think it has affected me on a, a, maybe even a subconscious level. I'm not aware of it. Definitely has changed me in a bunch of ways. Um, so getting that negative energy out and getting more positive and, and trying to stay positive. It has been difficult. Like I told you a year ago, I wanted to stay on a positive level. And there's been some people that have tried to drag me down. There's been some situations, but it, I think it, it's been better for me overall. You know, I could have fell into a dark hole and did a bunch of other things, but Thanks to great friends and thanks and your talks, the ones that we had together, I think were extremely beneficial. I've went back to that podcast and listened a few times and I thought it was mm. a, fa- a fantastic talk and a really good podcast. Same here. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, I think, uh, like I told you before, I think you're fantastic. Uh, I look at your Instagram all the time. I know that you've you. me giving you a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and um, before, obviously, before we get off the podcast today, Bobby's going to give you that uh, where you can find her at. And, um, I'm honestly, what I'm, what I would like to do is I will get Corona, you know, is causing us some issues, but once we get past this, I will absolutely take you up on your offer. And you don't have to wait. We, oh, we, can, we can do it. We can zoom it. This is yes. my zoom. Um, and I tell you what, and what else I'll do, Bobby is we'll come back on the podcast and I'll let you know how things are going. Yeah. That's yeah. actually pretty Great cool. Day. Yeah. Just, just let us know her Instagram channel right now because um, I still need to follow you. I'll write it down right now. It's uh, Mila's journey to self with underscore between the each word. Mila's underscore, it's called. Is it underscore <laughs> or dash? No. The bottom one, the yeah, bottom underscore. And <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so Mila's journey to self. Cool. Um, and if you Google me, it's... Um, Mila's healing space, then you can find my contact information for coaching or energy healing sessions. Cool. And it can all be done distance. (laughs) Cool. Now I have a couple of questions. Um, Number one, I have to say you have the perfect voice for something like that. Um, I've been telling her this forever. I told you like when I I heard, when I heard that podcast, um, when you, when you guys were talking about Dave's experience, and I think that was the first time that you were on, um, I think I even texted Bobby and I said, I'm in love with your wife's voice. Um, (laughs) she's she's great. Um, so like the whole hypnosis and suggestion thing, I'm guessing that, I mean, it's, it's just going to be great, but what I want to know, the energy healing thing, don't you have to be like in close proximity? to it no how, how does that well, work over zoom um it's not even over not over zoom. zoom you don't even really have to be um on video or something to do this because okay. see we're all energy like if you look at the smallest particles we all consist of the same particles the right. table the we are as people the table if you go down to the smallest particle it's all the same there's basically one whole so energy transmits by thought, by um, through vibrations that you create with your thoughts. It's very kind of esoteric is going more into the spiritual side of it. but Not necessarily, breaking. because I, I find that backed up through science, this whole... Yeah, absolutely, it is. But I, uh, it is absolutely... I've done so many energy healing sessions 
over distance, obviously. At the moment, I can't do so much in person, except like maybe my family, but I always get great results. So I get great responses. And it just, the intention that you said behind this, the energy session, and there are some tools, and I've been attuned through energy, um, through Reiki practitioner, through a master, so that my channels are open a little bit more. Every one of us has Reiki energy within them. It's just the source energy, the life force energy. Some call it Kundalini, some call it Reiki, some call it, call it whatever you want. But it's just the life force mm-hmm. energy that's within us. And in order for you to become a vessel for that energy and be able to apply energy healing, you just have to clear your own blocks. Okay. It sounds a lot like um, two books that I read a while back by Dr. Frank Kinslow. Have you ever heard of him? No, that one I don't know. No, it's, um, well, he doesn't call it Reiki, but it's pretty much uh, the same thing because he talks about energy healing also and how you don't have to be close to the person and how the person might not even notice that you're you're working on him, so to speak. It's just that he alleges to be able to make like pain and sorrow and stuff alleviate just by intensely concentrating like his his whole thing is watching your thoughts and then once you're like really engulfed in this stream of thoughts just to ask yourself where does my next thought come from and this little gap in your train of thoughts actually is where pure creativity comes from because that's like bringing your 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 mental state to a complete halt because your brain can't process where does my next thought come from but you have to be like in a certain state of um like certain chillaxed mode to to even be able to go there mentally yes there's a great author that i absolutely love uh, dr wayne dyer he talks about this too it's called Mm -hmm. being in the gap right the gap like getting in the gap between the words and that's where the magic happens sort of but -hmm. that's yeah that's part of the energy healing but it's just transmitting the intention behind uh Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, ah, just wanted to put it up on the screen so everybody can see. Uh, oh, my yeah. follow is on there. I followed um, you like three minutes ago. Yep. Oh, thank you. Cool. <laughs> and guess what? The podcast is following you too. Yes, I'll sir. Yeah, actually, yeah. The podcast isn't following too many people. Um, although we're not having too many followers as well. So uh, uh, some of the listeners that do follow, if you guys are interested in any of this stuff, please do give her a follow and reach out. Um, I'll be honest with you, man. Like I'm very skeptical when this kind of stuff happens. I was raised in Catholic schools and I have like the whole Catholic belief just fucking pounded into me, like from the mental aspect my entire life. So like a lot of this stuff is very, like not loud, you know what I mean? But it's, she's definitely opening me up to a lot of things. And I see how it, it could help you and how a lot of things do change. Um, now, the one thing, Harry, you said, you talked about, we've talked about your creative process mm-hmm. uh, a few, quite a few times here on the podcast. And uh, you mentioned it as well here just a few minutes ago now if for mila with from her coaching stuff if 
you had somebody that says, okay, what would you recommend to them? Or how do you keep creative? Cause like, to me, like how Harry told me that, like you look at him, you would never in a million years believe like he, he wakes up early extra and just spent like the first hour of his day is literally writing. Like who the fuck puts pen to paper anymore? And it, it just, it blew my mind. That, that's the most powerful thing. The written word, when you write it, it has something special to it. Dr. Wayne Dyer talks about that too. It's very different than when you type something. Actually, you told me that as well. When I started talking about this stuff that I want to do, um, business plan and stuff like that, you, you told me it doesn't count. It's not real until you put it on paper. Right. And also, and also the good thing, if it's only like your piece of paper, you can put on there whatever you want. Um, I've mentioned that before too. It's, it's really freeing. Um, some people use that as a, as a means of therapy also, like they write stuff down and then they burn it if they want to get rid of it forever. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I live with my, with my demons. Um, but I've, I've literally killed people in my notebook. Um, I (laughs) don't care. Like, it's just, um, whatever, whatever's on my mind. I just, I just put in there and and it feels good. You, you pretty much, that thing travels with you, doesn't it? It, yes, you go. You don't go anywhere without your notebooks. No, it's more important to me than my cell phone. If I lose my phone, it's okay. I can like, um, I have all my stuff in my cloud. I can synchronize whatever. But my my plan, the way I laid out my next couple of months, weeks, whatever, that's in here. So if I ever lose this, I'm fucked. Oh. Yeah, but uh, what what you just said about the paper and burning down, I actually had a session with a mother who has a couple young kids, and she was very stressed out. Mm-hmm. And she constantly was dealing with a feeling of guilt. And I was telling her, you know, guilt is something that takes away space from love and compassion that we can feel towards someone or in your life. And, um, but she said, sometimes I just feel like this, I just want to punch my own kids. And, right. and of course, that if when you say that to yourself as a mother, it makes you feel guilty. But that guilt puts you into this cycle, you know, you're like twirling in like a hamster and a hamster wheel because you have to get out of that guilt. And I said, I, that's exactly what I suggested to her. Write it down, write down all your bad thoughts, just let them out and know that you are a human being. And on some days you will feel that way and it's okay. Just let them down on paper and then burn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. put it away because as soon as you release it, it, it write it down you release it you know it's not stuck in your head and you can't you can get get rid of that guilt too right and that's another thing that grown-ups just like forget how to do again if you have a kid um which is basically just emotions on legs um if they get mad at something <laughs> they pout they lay down on the floor, they pound the, they pound the floor, whatever. Grownups don't do that because we're just used to like biting our fists and just swallowing it. And if you write it down, that's what she said. That's (laughs) (laughs) you wish. (laughs) Yeah. They're just, just used to swallowing it or rubbing it on their chest or whatever. So, um, what you want to do is uh, you just want to get it out, get it out of your system. Yeah. Especially as men, right? 
you're not supposed to cry. You're not supposed to be weak. You're not yeah. supposed to do this or that. That's such a bullshit. Of course, if that's what you feel, that's what you need to feel. And you need to feel it. Otherwise, it's going to haunt you. A lot of people that? are able to yeah. channel that in channel that like in physical activity. A lot of people are able to channel that in the gym, but I don't know how yeah. you guys are. We can talk about that. I'm completely different. I have to be in a good mood to enjoy myself at the gym. I never, never am the kind of guy who's like, oh, I'm pissed off. Let me lift weights. No, I have yeah, to no. get that out of my system before I lift weights. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Same here because like the thing is like you can't, uh, <laughs> you can't focus on anything other than that. Like you don't want to mm. do anything. Like I've noticed, like there was times there was a, um, a gym that me and her used to belong to and we'd go together. Um, she would go during the week. I would go during the week, but we went every single Sunday together. And if there was like that Sunday, if I was in a bad mood, instead of like working out, I would just be on the, um, like the stair climber or the, the like elliptical machine for like, an hour and a half while she went and did her thing because like, I just, I couldn't focus on anything else. And it was, it's really hard to break that up. Mm. Um, and I'm the same way. Like if I'm pissed, I don't want to work out. The only thing I want to do is just like, just get lost in my, like, you know, just get lost in my thoughts. Well, what did I suggest when we had a talk about anger? Um, I, I, I'm sorry to interfere, but I just noticed something. Um, too. <laughs> uh, well, I think Harry the Chinaman. No, there's and something. Chris, missing. not afraid to cry. There's something missing this week. Oh, you finally got on. Jeez, that took forever. Dude, we've been on yeah, for like an I know, hour. I noticed that too. I noticed that too when we uh, first when we first came on. I was like, when he was asking if it was too dark, I was going to say, well, the picture's not there anymore so probably what added the background <laughs> it's like the flow chart bobby <laughs> oh it's definitely flowing harry <laughs> you know harry, what i'm talking this about this is this is what i need planes doing over bremen in berlin this is what i need <laughs> <Right> here <laughs> no but i noticed that your picture that your 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 good job <laughs> Don't need to say that, do I? All right. So uh, my question is, and what I need an answer to is, when are you going to fix Bobby? I've been working on it for the past six years. See, first I had to fix myself. I'm a tough cookie, man. Then I started fixing him. and But I honestly, without a joke now, he, he at the beginning when this whole journey started for me, he was like, you're crazy. You're just crazy. That's it. I'm not listening to you. But I, I noticed the change more and more that he's opening up to listening to the conversation to maybe seeing things from a different perspective. Even so, he says, I'm a Catholic. And that's what I was told. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and it, that's fair. And she, that's she's, fair. Not, and she's not lying. Like there's certain things like she'll talk about. I'm like, what kind of fucking nonsense are you spitting at me right now? But then there are a lot of other things where it's like, okay, I definitely do need help in these areas. And I've opened up my views and my perspectives and I've accepted her way of thinking just a little bit, like not fully committed yet, but I have seen how that it can be beneficial, how it could help me in those things. Um, but like I said, it's also, it's, 
it's a little hard for us because I think we're just, we're too close to it. You know what I mean? Like she can't fully coach me. She can't, I can't fully dive in just because. Yeah, I can. Okay. Then fucking A dude, let's do it. <laughs> no, um, but. Um, oh, Harry just left. Well, he was, yeah, he just, that was enough. Again. <laughs> enough. <laughs> he was frozen. I was like, either he's holding that laugh for like five minutes or he's gone. I didn't even notice. <laughs> wow, Harry, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Enough of this nonsense. I think you, I think you lost him at Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I would have thought we would have lost Chris at that. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Chris, what I've noticed is you've been kind of quiet through this. Is this something that you kind of you believe in, or is this something that you could get behind, or you think this is just? Fairy tale I don't know. Or... I don't know. Uh, I haven't ever really experienced it. Um, I have actually, as far as what you were saying, like accepted who you are. I've done that over the last couple of years. Um, but I don't know. I would be willing to give it a shot and see if it is anything. But for me personally, I'll let you do your thing. But yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm man. not gonna knock I'm the anyone. Same way, and it's like, and that's the thing. Like, there's been a couple times where it's like, okay, I have to be very careful because at the end of the day, like, she is my wife, so I yeah, have to be very careful. She comes at you with a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but in all honesty, like, even if she wasn't sitting here, I and I've told Dave this as well. Like, we've me and Dave had just private talks, just the two of us. <laughs> She does have a way of thinking, and a lot of it does make sense if you open yourself up to it, but you have to be open to it. And I know mm -hmm. I'm not fully open to it. And like Harry said, Harry, like she has a very soothing voice, and I tell her this all the time. Like, you could be just like, I don't even fucking know what you're saying to me. Like, you could just tell me whatever you want, but it's how you say it, the tone in your voice, it speaks mm -hmm. like that right there. That's what calms me. That's what makes the changes for me personally. Say, yeah. That's um, what creates a session for us. I put him in front of me and I talk on him like for an hour and then he's like, oh, I'm calm now. Yeah. <laughs> like we had this session this past Tuesday and it was like, I came home and I was just like mother effing everybody. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I could just feel like I was sitting there eating dinner and I could just feel it. I was just waiting for somebody to look at me wrong just so I could flip out. You know what I mean? Like one of yeah. those days that we mm -hmm. went up, we had our session, like at the end, like when it first started, like I couldn't even really fully talk because I was just, I was still up there, but towards the end, I was still up there, but I was much more clear and I was able to handle it a lot more calmly. Um mm -hmm it definitely makes a difference. So um, if anybody's out there, like if, if you can at least, you don't have to necessarily be open to it, I found out, but if you're open to the fact to at least giving it a shot and hearing how she wants, like how she puts things in, how she could help you with this kind of stuff, it does help. It's worth it, man. Like, and we all know people, um, some of us that are close to us that could use this kind of stuff yes mm -hmm. the thing is it's i am very spiritual but i don't have to be that spiritual when i am in the session with the client obviously i'm gonna go you know i'm gonna push you a little but i'm not gonna go 
somewhere where it's uncomfortable. It's really all about your mindset that you take a look at your own mindset and you answer some tough questions for yourself and create for yourself a plan of action that can help you change whatever situation. Or if you're like stuck on a decision that you cannot make, there's certain tools you can use to really like envision that decision, feel through it and decide really decide from the heart what's what's right for you you know it's not it's not that i'm gonna tell you all about unicorns and beg you to listen (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and believe that's not what it's all about um but yeah i mean it's it's really all about the mindset that's and that's really the only change you can do in life is the mindset that's I, you know, I had a burnout in 2015. That's how my journey started. I had a pretty, pretty rough going there. And um, the journey of healing took me through different aspects. You know, I worked with somebody who did alternative ways of therapy. Then I uh, read a lot of self, self-helping books and just, but it wasn't all spiritual. It's also about how to create your life, you know, the, the the five five a.m. club, for instance, get up, journal, find whatever works for you, do yoga, do whatever. But you know, it's not all just spiritual, is what I wanted to say. Yeah. But but I think you also have to you have to have the want, um, just to say, uh, <clears throat> you know, you can't just show up. You you have to be an active participant. Otherwise, it, that's, it goes you it goes for everything it. in life. You have to you have to try mm-hmm. it because if you just sit there, it's nothing's going to change you know it's kind of you know it's kind of like being overweight and then just sitting somewhere and hoping you lose weight it's not how it works um it works the same way for your your mental issues and i think we all have issues and i think it's something that in our society and it goes across different societies um that we all have issues that we just refuse to work on them or we pretend they're not there because it's more comfortable to pretend they're not there i think I think we know a couple people who live in a fantasy world and pretend it's never them, but it's mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely them. I mean, yeah, it is definitely them. Yeah. And um, this is the start of this. So, what happened to Kim? <laughs> I don't know where you got Kim from, but that ain't it, Chief. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Good. <coughs> Damn, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> guess what guys i don't edit (laughs) it's nothing to edit i think i think we i think some some people in our lives are aware where they have issues and i think some are just afraid to come out and say it or they don't know a starting point yeah Um, and what kind of and what kind of friend are you let's get into that that's a good topic because we have a woman's point of view because i think men and women approach this differently as well um yeah definitely what kind of friend are you if you can't admit to your friends or you can't tell your friends, you think they have an issue. I don't have a problem with my friends telling me, Hey Dave, you fucked up or Hey Dave, I think you're, you're in a bad place here. You're in a wrong decision. That's what your friends are fucking for. If if your friends, I don't want yes men friends. You know, Uh I don't need co-signers. I need people in my life who are like, Hey, Hey Dave, uh, I noticed that you gained about 10 kilos in the last three months. What's going on? Fat fuck. Like, you know, it is what it is. Or, hey, Dave, I realize you look like you're in a bad spot, man. Can I help you? Or, hey, I realize that you're not able to do whatever and you always blame it other people. Maybe it's not them. Maybe it's you. And if you have a friend who gets angry at that, it's like, oh, fuck you. 
Uh, all right, then maybe you weren't that great of friends to begin with. And I, yeah. I don't know. That's the thing, man. Like you have to take all criticism as constructive criticism. It's not always negative. Like, yeah, it might sound negative to you at that point, but guess what? It's something that you could really take, reflect on and build on. Um, and that's a, that's something that a lot of people don't fully understand. Like Dave, like you said, you don't want yes, man. When have I been oh. a yes, man? Like through, this whole shit that you went through, when was I uh, yes, man? You, you told me many I mean? times like, you didn't agree with what I was exactly what, what I thought, but but guess what? That's what that's what being friends is. Like that's what it is. Like that's why we're friends. Like a couple yeah. episodes ago, like I just it, I label I forget what it was, like something like something discussions where yeah. we were all basically arguing, but guess what? We're it was a conversation, it's not really arguing, it's conversing it's friends conversing yeah. stating their own opinions just because we're friends doesn't mean we have to have the same opinions yeah your opinion was completely wrong and fucked but i still <laughs> afterwards <laughs> no Wait, that's my day, line <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day <laughs> me and me and bobby fundamentally disagree about a few issues but that don't yeah. mean you can't still jerk me off behind the building you know it's, it doesn't change our friendship at all it shouldn't and if it does, no. then you're really not friends. I mean, it's just exactly. You no, know? I mean, he is from Ohio. I mean, it's fucked, man. Give the guy yeah. a break. He can't help it. Milan, I don't know how you married into that. You know, God bless you, sweetheart. How it you married fell into my lap. How you how you marry into <laughs> Ohio? I have no idea, but you did. You know? <laughs> that hot dog fell water smells just don't wash right? off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oops, I'm pregnant. All right, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I don't yep. know where you're going. It's good. I don't know. <laughs> yep, good talk. <laughs> um, no, but here's the thing, though. Um, it's also weird if you really think about it. Like, it is very important to be able to be that open, not only with your friends. Like, Dave, I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm I'm able to be more open with you guys, like my friends, and like tell you guys kind of like how it is and like exactly what I'm feeling at that time as opposed to me talking with her um and that is also like that's something that's a real thing you know what i mean and that that's not healthy man i'm telling you right now it's not healthy um we've had me and her have had some pretty uh, deep conversations and that's something like you need those you really do yeah um it doesn't matter if you think you're the most mentally healthy person there is or if you're too big for that kind of shit no man like everybody needs that kind of gut check every once in a while so you can see things from not only like your perspective is always going to be biased on every situation because it's your own but you also have to allow yourself to be open to other people's and not only that is like that's how you establish a good dialogue and that's what really builds relationships so yeah well it's one of those things to where if i'm talking to you about my problems instead of with the person i have the problem with i'm getting it off my chest and i'm avoiding confrontation at the same time and it's a much easier conversation but if i if Mm. i have a if i have an issue with harry and and i talk to him about it there's going to be confrontation you know that's it's going to be a two-way two it should be a two-way street conversation should be um but if i'm telling you that i think harry's a bitch and you're like, well, I don't know if he's a bitch, but I get what you're saying. Then I don't have any confrontation. You know, I have you backing me up and I feel good about the situation. I mean, 
obviously and I don't never punch you for it. So and you never punch me for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, that's just an, an issue people have and it goes across everything. Like if you yeah. talk to us about workplace issues, or if you talk to us, Bobby, about your marriage issues that you have that you want to avoid talking to Mila about, um, you know, you get from your boys, you get a backup. You know, I think you should personally be having those conversations with her. Hopefully Thanks, after the buddy. podcast. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, that's what most people do. They just yeah, want to avoid confrontation. Exactly. Most people aren't confrontational. I'll be honest with you. Like, I, it, it's funny. It, it's kind of funny. Like, at work, I'm a completely different person than I am here at home. I have no problem being confrontational. Like, I'm not there to be liked or friends. And I tell people that I'm like, if you're here for some sort of validation, you're coming to the wrong person because I'm going to tell you what a dickhead I think you are. I have no problem <laughs> with that. Like that is literally like to me, like that's what makes my workday worth it is just be being me and saying whatever the hell I want to whoever. Like I really, I don't hold back. Um, right. But then I come home and there's like, you bite your tongue, you bite your fist. You know what I mean? And that's it's not healthy man no and i do notice that can i say something about that yeah there's um something i recently posted on my page actually i wanted to bring that up right now um this is just an example it's not specifically about you but so you guys understand when when you're at work you get extremely angry a lot of times right (laughs) exactly and then when you're at home you don't you're not expressing maybe everything you want to express because you, you know, you want to have a happy wife and happy life and stuff like that. But um, sometimes an anger could be created through a lot of experiences in our life. There is a book called Metaphysical Anatomy. And this is where this is coming from. Um, One of the reasons how anger is created sometimes in life is through trauma in childhood. And this is just an example. Like I said, it's not necessarily about you, but for instance, I'm feeling kind of called out. For instance, <laughs> if as a child or young adult, your your boundaries were overstepped through, you know, maybe the way your parents were, or your sister, your sister was, or your friends were, um, being disrespected in your eyes at that age creates a trauma in you. So when you start growing up these feelings bubble up and bubble up and bubble up until they come to the surface. And you get to a tipping point with your anger. You, you get angry because you can't express your boundaries. You get angry. And this is like the first time when you're really angry, when you can really express your boundaries and tell everybody how it is when you're angry. So what happens is your body recognizes it that moment as, ah, this is the only way I can express my boundaries. So it becomes like a false self of confidence for your body. And you return to that anger all the time to express your boundaries. Hmm. Now, I'm guessing it's especially hard for for Bobby after going to that Catholic school, right? Yeah, probably. (laughs) This is actually, it's like I'm telling you right now, man, like there's, there's, um, there's always like, I don't know if any of you guys, any of you guys are Catholic, uh, Chris, we're not going to ask you, but Dave. <laughs> no, I grew up Southern Baptist, actually. Okay. Harry. No, not no religious. Uh, okay. Well, there, there's a, there's a thing and I'm, I'm telling you, it is real as fuck. Um, 
It's called Catholic guilt. Yeah, uh, I think mm. 100%, it is something yeah. like if you if you were raised in any kind of religion, any it, it could be Southern Baptist guilt. Yeah. It could be, um, you know, Jewish guilt. It could be everything. Actually, like that's a fucking like that's an art form, Chris. That has probably perfected. Um, <laughs> um, but it's a real thing. So, like for me, there's a lot of times like where she'll tell me stuff, and it's very hard for me to actually open and accept that just because of that Catholic guilt. It's like, no, this is what I learned. This is how it is. You are wrong, mm-hmm. and. At that point, it's really hard for me to um, open myself up. So I think that's where it conflicts most of the time for me. You know where I think it, it really conflicts with you, Bobby? And I'm just going to say this because I'm a friend. It's the first time that we've ever made a joke that I think it stung you and you got kind of angry about it and you talked to us about it after the pod. Is when one of the first podcasts we did, we made the joke about your stepdad. Remember? And that you oh, saw yeah. your, and that you saw your, you saw your, <laughs> oh, yeah. you saw your stepdad's wiener, and it's the first time I've ever seen you get that look on your face and be pissed, dude. Literally, so after the- I'll be re- I'll be real with you. It has nothing to do with that. The reason why no, is it might not be. He's a piece of shit. I don't want him on this at all. No, no, I hear don't you. Don't pinch me. <laughs> no, and I remember it. Obviously, obviously that didn't happen, right? Obviously, it was a joke. We make a lot yeah, of jokes. It, obviously. But, yeah, it was definitely. But I'm a saying joke. it's the first time I've ever seen you be like, man, don't talk about that guy on my yeah, on the No, like I'm talking like, like I have right, things man. that are off limits, and that is the top yeah, of my list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just remember the look on your face. <laughs> and I thought it was an innocent joke. I was going with it. I'm like, yeah, he probably walked in, saw it, and you know, was like, oh, what do I got? <laughs> And I, after, and I saw the look on the face like you son of a bitch and then after the after the pod you were like yeah man don't 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 talk about that guy and i was like oh really what's up bobby and you're like no seriously don't i was like oh all right cool so moving on <laughs> <laughs> i think you know we we all have our things uh chris all jokes aside did you grow up within a uh, a religion so denomination at all you're muted, bro. You're muted, bro. <laughs> it's like, damn, he's quiet today. Oh, still muted. <laughs> Actually, this is even funnier. <laughs> yeah. Keep going, please. Yeah. Very interesting. Come on, Dave. Don't be a bully. Just unmute him. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you now, man. Yeah, we, we you hear now. you now. God damn it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it, man. <laughs> no, I don't know what happened. When I had the cool pack on my other ear, I heard something beep, and then it just stopped. <laughs> um no i was raised uh protestant oh they definitely have guilt you're there you know what we're talking yeah but it was only like for a few years and then when we moved to ohio um and they were like my my parents were okay well my dad's catholic and my mom is protestant um and we went to this new church and they were like way too feely for my parents. Like everyone wanting to come up and hug. And this is like the first time that my parents have ever met any of them. And they're like, and we're done. <laughs> Get, getting a little ass grab. Be like, what does this have to do with Jesus? I don't understand. So your church fingers people too? <laughs> no, Only to the first happen. knuckle. That's the rules. Before, before Bobby or before Dave started, um, are you still a 
practicing Catholic here in Germany? Um, to be honest with you, no. Um, in, in a in an official sense, no. Um, I will be honest. There are times I do still every once in a while, more times than not, I still do uh, say some prayers at night. I do close my eyes and reflect on that. But as far as going to church, no. Just because um, I don't know of any two, because most like we live in an evangelical state. So Catholic churches are too far and few between. I mean, there is one in our area, but I don't fucking want to go there. Like, I don't like hanging out with Germans to begin with. Like, I don't want to hear ma- like I don't like to hear mass in English. I don't want to go hear mass in German. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely no different. Yeah. Thanks. Well, right. plus I am evangelic and the kids are evangelic, so he's the only Catholic in this. Family. Oh, we fought about that, man. Let me tell I'm you. Sure I'm sure. Well, you did. His, oh, church, his church would not accept me as his wife because I'm divorced. Mm-hmm. There you yeah, go. That's going to be an issue. That's going to be an issue. It's already- yeah. what, are you, what are you trying to say? You're trying to say God makes mistakes? Is it that? <laughs> Bobby, what are your thoughts? Let's iron this out right here. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, that's it. Everybody's entitled to their own beliefs. I just, I envisioned it a little bit differently. Uh, and that's okay. <laughs> The kids, are, but then again, I mean, we're not people that are like, we're not going to church every Sunday. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're, you're typical, like we go to the Christmas mass here because our kid is in the Christmas play. Like if it wasn't for that, there's no fucking way we're going to church. Like, unless it's like a big thing, like a baptism or anything like that. Um, so I really don't have a problem with it. Although there is, there's been sometimes over the last years, I think I've even told her, like, I, I, kind of do want to go see what like a Catholic mass is about here in Germany and maybe going every once in a while. But um, as far as like full on practicing, no, it's a little harder for me because, because I did grow up in Catholic school. So I did have to go to church all the time. Like you do disagree with a lot of the beliefs and the upbringings and all that kind of stuff. But from the same time, like as you get older, like, that guilt's real, man. Like I can't, I can't avoid it. Like it is, it's a real thing. Yeah. I don't have that problem. So it's good for you. Although there are some things that I, that I, you know, on the day to day, I think, oh, what, what if Jesus is watching you right now? But you know, that's what he signed up for. So it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Jesus woke up today and said, I cannot wait to see Dave stick a finger in his butt. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> No, but maybe grandma passed away four years ago is bored today, wants to take a sneak peek into my life and catches me at the wrong time. So I'll be honest with you, like shit like that freaks me out. Like I do think about that. that walks around here. I do think yeah. about that. It's like yeah. you know think what? About like, what it, like what if my grandma's just checking in me right now and I'm doing something awful? Hey, we have we have like this little music box from his grandma and it's sitting on on, on the windowsill. And the other day, like I was just taking my quiet time by myself in the room and that music box was, box was standing there. Nobody else was in the room. All of a sudden, I swear to God, that thing started playing. Oh. And I knew that your grandma was there. Tell me more. <laughs> but I, I'm not freaked out with that. You know, we had that conversation once before. I don't want to really go there right now too deep. But we got to 
You got a picture of Graham's handy? Check this no. out. Okay. <laughs> she was a, a most most wonderful woman. I absolutely love her. So yeah, of course, I can she's probably the house right behind around. you. I'd say the same oh, thing. God, she, hangs, <laughs> she hangs around every now and then. Uh -huh. Like I will cry, dude. Like I, I'm not I'm not okay with this. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, I'm telling you. It was an old, I don't know who used to live at your place, but somebody still yes. around there. An older, an older, an older man, man built this house. I told you. And like, his wow. daughter, like we bought the house from the daughter. So like, I don't know, like we moved in this house six years ago. I have not had a good night's sleep in like since we moved here. Like, I think this dude died in this house and it was not disclosed to us. And of course he did. <laughs> you, you, Holy shit! Bobby, Bobby wore Holy his shit. hat on on Halloween the one year. <laughs> Remember? I wore his hat on Halloween. Oh. Name, name, <laughs> name, name of the podcast tonight? He's still here. He's still here. <laughs> Who are you gonna call, Bob? I don't know. I wish gentle I wish, whispers. <laughs> all jokes aside, I wish you had a picture. Of the guy who used to live there, because I know I saw a guy twice. I know I did, and I wish yeah. you were recording this pod because I know what I saw. Yeah, because I was like, "Who the fuck's in your house? Is that your father-in-law?" You're like, "No." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And I'm like, "I'm ripping around. I'm looking everywhere." But Dave, I've heard that from other people because I record videos sometimes, you know, on Instagram. And, uh, oh, I like, this conversation is over, dude. Like, I'm out. <laughs> no, I've had some people say that they see something behind me or something, you know, like, yeah, yeah, but that doesn't freak me out because I'm totally cool with that. So. Yeah, because you're like Obviously. from Eastern Europe and, um, yes. they live with you. They're absolutely like, no, like the goddamn Russians, they bring them here, man. I'm telling you, no, shit, it's, it's Russians it's and people normal. from the south. It's normal, like, you know. I think, like in in the Bible Belt, everybody has his or her ghost story. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or when I have, I or have when a ghost sleeping. story as well. Like, and I'm in the north. Or when you're sleeping and the witch jumps on your back. Do you know this? No. What? And then she stabs you, right, Dave? No, no, that happened oh. to me. That was that was a real woman. <laughs> uh, no, it's a it's a story. Like, if you're in your sleep and you feel like you can't turn over. Or you feel like you're you're caught in a spot and you can't get out. It's because the witch is on your back. Look it's it up. It's called sleep apnea. Yeah, but you you can't you feel like you can't move and it's the witch on your back. It's the creepiest shit ever. That can't happen I've here. Never heard of that. In your case, it's the Bobby on your the back. The only witch that jumps on him is me. But um... no, he told us last week there's two. So I don't know who the other one is. You got to figure that out. That's okay. Like I said, I don't always have to be the one working. So. <laughs> but um i clear our, i clear our place regularly from bed energy so how do you do it do you do it like with uh with incense white sage and some things that you can say to guide the energy out just i, just, I had to learn that yeah. because there's a lot of energy around me that i feel so um just just so you guys don't think i was fucking with you Witch on your back while sleeping. That's like the most American way to use Google. Like, yeah. like it's your buddy from in the pub. Like, hey, what about that's this a witch? man right there? That's a man right there that has his porn searches like 
fucking to a T. <laughs> oh, like buddy. a keyword central. <laughs> Temple on butthole. It comes right up. <laughs> to get back to our topic, that's what you can do when you're at home and current. <laughs> <laughs> look up. Wait, Mila, what do you mean? Google pimples on the butthole? Or what do you mean? <laughs> Google witches on your back. <laughs> oh. A lot it's of a, movies will come up. I can't believe you guys never had this feeling before. Like sleep um, I probably do. Like uh, the sleep paralysis, yeah, definitely. Yours like not the, like feel like somebody's on my back. I don't know. That's not yours, Bobby. Yours is the guy who used to live in your house teabagging your forehead while you sleep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby ain't sleeping the night at all. <laughs> Guess Actually, he's pulling an all nighter with me. Bobby you can wear his head. <laughs> she will he'll have the arabian night goggles on tonight oh god um bob you're the one who says you sleep butt naked right no oh i thought you did i was gonna say you might be tickling your undercarriage tonight too no <laughs> these times are over we have kids you can't sleep butt naked oh. <laughs> even in the summertime what am i gonna beat to now that sucks <laughs> Oh, um, Mila, uh, Bob told us that whenever we come over again, we could take a shit in your new bathroom upstairs. So He's a goddamn liar. <laughs> if that ever gets finished. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> Not really. That's where all right. At, where are we at with that, Bobby? Moving pretty long. That's not <laughs> just what I just heard. I heard you're... Your progress is shit. Well, dude, here's yeah. the thing though. Like during the week, I can't do shit. So I work on it. I work on it Fridays and Saturdays. I don't check out the post I posted today. It says I'm bigger than my excuses. <laughs> <laughs> Bob is like, I'm building a bathroom. The Mexicans are gonna pay for it. I have it all. <laughs> no, but the bathtub is still where the bed used to be in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> like the bed the old guy died in or? no, no. <laughs> uh, you know I, yeah you get it Pretty done when you get it done. but you know bobby to be fair you are doing it by yourself right uh her dad helps me i mean is he really helping you though yeah or is he more yeah. getting in the way no he helps he even <laughs> works on it sometimes by himself hmm? Don't say anything wrong, honey. I would like a <laughs> shot for every time Bob's face froze like that <laughs> during this. Well, pod. thanks for stopping by, guys. <laughs> well, like I said, it's all about how you see things. Yeah. You can see it this way or that way, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Um, Bob, I will give you kudos. Um, I helped you move into your house. Um, and the actual progress you've made on that house, man, is incredible. Um, Thank you. You know, especially I, I know that you've, you and your father-in-law, obviously, have done most of the work. Um, We've done all the work. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you know, bravo to you, man. And, and not with a gigantic budget either. So, um, and, you know, I'm amazed by your kitchen. Actually, where you're sitting, I remember there used to be a wall. When you first yeah, definitely. So, yeah, you know, I don't want to bang on your work. I think you actually could get the bathroom done a little faster, if I'm honest. Um, but you're doing your best, and that's what counts, brother. Yeah, that's all right. Um, 
I know that Chris is willing to come help you whenever you need help. So just give him a call. He'll be up there to stand in your way. I pay for other people to do the work. There you go. And then you steal their money. So that's fine. Yep. So actually, I was actually going to like play like a big joke. Like when we were talking about like, oh, you know, this is really Chris's intervention. Mila, are you going to help Chris with his circumcisor's remorse? Uh, <laughs> but no in all seriousness um it looks like i i don't know what the time is looking like i can't see the clock 1 30 we're an hour 30 10 30 okay so we'll probably start wrapping it up um mila you want to plug any of your social media accounts again mila's journey to self on instagram Google me at Mila's Healing Space to get in contact with me. And yeah, that's pretty much it right now. Definitely. And if you go to Mila's Journey to Self, there is in my bio a link to my calendar where you can book a session. First session is free. And all I ask is to, for you to be open and committed to that session and actually show up. <laughs> Um, if Chris was serious, you know, I'm, I'm, I was serious. I'm going to, I'm going to take oh, you I'm up on it. Too. We'll take you up on it. And do what that. we're going to do is going to come back on the pod and I'm going to give an honest assessment of how I feel about it. I think that's fair. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, fair. Hopefully we get some more people coming your way. Uh, like I said before, thank you for coming on the pod. I think you're fantastic. I'm sorry that you have to yeah. deal with Bobby. Um, but uh, hopefully you can get him in order and uh, we'll definitely love to have you on again. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for stopping by. It was great. Um, yeah, it was very good. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Anytime. And with that being said, um, again, guys, just be a little open. You know, I mean, we, yeah, you see, we were able to have a little fun with this, but this is some serious stuff. Like, this is stuff that I've been thinking about just for the fact, like, because there are people that are like, stuck right now and our mental our mental health i think is just as important if not more important than our physical health because when you're stuck somewhere um say you know due to the pandemic where you are stuck in home office you don't like your name chris (laughs) it's great i love it (laughs) and um you know this pandemic definitely doesn't help for your mental state. Um, so I think it is important that like people do open themselves up a little bit more about it and talk about it. Like not necessarily like with, it doesn't even have to be somebody professional. Like if you do have a group of friends or like somebody that you do trust enough where you can have an open dialogue. Um, and then <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> then uh, it definitely helps. It's worth it. So you it guys is. keep that it in is. mind. Invest the time. I mean, all jokes aside, invest the yeah. time in yourself. It will definitely pay off. Definitely. definitely. You don't want to get caught in Florida jerking off with a gherkin in your butt. That's true. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's true. And we do have to get this guy on the pod. Yeah. I was I was serious about that. I mean, the bail is only $150. Like... <laughs> If that's that's another thing we could do, we can do a call to action right now. If you've been caught in Florida jerking off, with a <laughs> but definitely reach out. We would love to talk to you about 
how this whole thing came about. And your mental health. We would love yes. to. Because <laughs> yeah. obviously and after you, that, you can book a coach. You will coach you. <laughs> <laughs> or she might make Bobby reenact it. <laughs> Either way, it's a win-win. It's a win-win for us. <laughs> fingers crossed. My fingers are a little gnarled and won't cross really good. No, we'll use Kim's fingers. We'll use Kim's fingers. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Those are bigger than a Gorka. <laughs> so on that right, guys, note. Thanks for stopping by. You know what to do. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, check out Mila. Check out Ball Time. I saw there was a new episode, part one up this week. Yes, sir. Part two coming on Sunday. Nice. So thanks, guys. I think for the six of us, think for the six of us on the pod, that's it tonight. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> six of us. What the fuck? Hello to everyone back there. The ghost in your house. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely out. <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a week. Talk to you Peace. soon. Bye. That fucking ghost is there. I'm <laughs> just gonna drive y'all with the music. <laughs>